Hello listeners and fellow Game Pass fans. Get yourself set and ready for your favourite unofficial Game Pass podcast, Game Pass News. So I'll hand you over to Nick and Sean and get the show started. Welcome to Game Pass News, recorded live Thursday, February 18th, 2023. It's not Thursday. It's not. Um, February 18th, 2023. <laughs> I'm Nintendo, one half of the awesome GPN crew. Mr. Sean Abbott, the Biscuit Lord from across the pond, is the other half. This week, we talk about controller layouts, the very near drop of Atomic Heart, and the wizarding world of Hogwarts Legacy. You better sit down, buckle up, because Game Pass News is one crazy ride. (laughs) I I swear, these are getting harder and harder now. I know. You're doing the... Um, I will tell you, I will give you a clue to see if this helps you out. I searched, because it's that time of the year, I searched good Valentine's games, okay? And this one, uh, this one came, came up. So so it's definitely not Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right on. (laughs) Um, Valentine's-y, um... Yeah, so really what they were doing, what they went off on this list, wasn't like it It had a lot of Valentine's references, more like games you could play with a partner. Or maybe oh, games... Oh, it takes two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was going to say, or maybe <laughs> games you have to play with a partner. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Good yeah. game. We still need to finish that. And I know if one of my friends was... Um, um, was on line the other day and he was playing it so um, it kind of sparked me into thinking hey, we need to get that finished so. yeah well for your like I, for your time with yeah. the with your streaming that you got to do for the fundraiser over there uh, yeah we should totally do that I will re-download <laughs> it and fit it somewhere onto my half gig S hard drive with with Hogwarts and and the flight simulator that takes up like thirty percent of my hard drive is ridiculous, but uh, yeah, that be that would be good. Yeah, no, I was like Valentine's doing something with Valentine's, and that that's what I settled on. That was the game that that it gave me. Speaking of Valentine's, sir, what did you do for Mrs. Abbott for Valentine's Day? Anything special? Um, yeah, I I, I left her in bed. I, I got up with the mm-hmm. kids, let her sleep for a bit. Um. We then went to like a, a shopping center near us and had like a little wander around. Um, and then that evening, we just we we got some like, some decent steaks. We cooked the steaks together. Um, nice. Like I did all the Lindsay makes this really nice peppercorn sauce from scratch. So like I did, I crushed all the peppercorns and diced up all the garlic and everything. I kind of like do all the preppy bits while she's doing the cooking side. Um, so we had that. We had a really nice steak together, and then we sat and watched. Uh, the new Black Panther film, Wakanda Forever. So oh, cool. That together. That's all, yeah, because she's still on the two pound thing, right? Which you guys had a whole chat about yeah, how much a... weighs what about <sighs> my co- it was that was a great conversation. <laughs> I was at a birthday party for my son. Um, uh, yeah, so she's so, still yeah, like so... lifting two pounds or whatever. 
Yeah, she still can't do that. So, and we even like we we can't go. We we have the kids, so we couldn't go far. Um, mm-hmm. so like the kids, um, we got the kids bits and pieces. So we got the kids Valentine's Day cards, and they got little presents from us and stuff like that. And sure. Um, and then so like they went upstairs, watched stuff on their iPads and things like that, and left left us adults alone to watch a, a film and and relax, which was nice. Very cool, man. You know, I say this. But I'm gonna regret it, uh, in the sense of like I somewhat can't wait for the time where my kids will just leave me alone, leave leave us alone, and let us do whatever. But at the same point, when I realize that time's come, I know I will be very sad. I will be like, oh well, we're we've entered a new stage in in our you know parenting life because right now there's just no way. Like like I try to be very oh. mindful of it, but uh, sometimes I'm like, yeah, just well, leave me well, alone, kid. Well, well, I'm going to say leave us alone. Like the only way we can get them to go into another room and not be constantly in and out, in and out is like, here is your electronic device. <laughs> go watch this film. Um, because we know then they'll, they'll focus for at least an hour and a half on a film. Um, <laughs> very, like we set them up with like little, little bowl of snacks that they take with them. And they kind of like, uh, sometimes like Logan likes to put like a blanket because they have a bunk bed. He, he puts a blanket into the mattress at the top, lets it drop down and it turns it into like a little cinema for him and things like that. Whoa, even Logan? I didn't think you were talking about Logan. Even Logan will be, will, man, no, not, there is no way my, yeah. My kids now will be fine with that. Now I can do that. You know, you give them like a little, just basically like follow the cord to the iPad. <laughs> it's like to care, just follow <laughs> the, and then you're like, then they're like, sweet. And they find the iPad and they're good. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's a, that's a new occurrence. Like, that's what I do when we podcast, right? And Becca's not home. It's like, Hey, here's Netflix. Watch this. And, uh, they're good, but yeah. So, well, that's cool. Glad you had some, glad you had some time. And, but your, yours is, you're celebrating yours today. Yeah. Today you're right now? on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 26 minutes into today. Um, yeah, yeah, we are, uh, once our first was born, Noah was born as a Valentine's baby. Uh, Valentine's just there's no there's no time where you know I mean what are you gonna be like kid? Listen, we're not gonna celebrate your birthday. We're gonna go out and have a date, have a nice have a nice life. Uh, no, so um, so yeah, Valentine's Day is pretty much all Noah Day. Um, we do we do give uh, they both get like like a Valentine's like you were saying you know some chocolates and some stuff like that and um got they both got like these activity books they like noah really loves these like find it books so for like valentine's day he got a pokemon find it book and ariel got a how to draw book because she's really into stuff like that so so yeah um but yeah so we don't want to not not do anything for valentine's day but it just gets pushed to basically the next weekend which is this saturday so yeah we're going out not sure not really sure what we're gonna do we're gonna go out and and have some have some fun, do something, dropping the kids off uh, around two. So we'll have basically like half a day dropping the kids off at my at my mom's. So basically, have half a day to do something. So well, I don't know. That's kind of how we do it usually. Sometimes I'll like plan it out and have it all strategic, strategic, and be like, we're doing this and we're doing this. Sometimes I'm like, hey, you want to just go to go to a bigger city and see what happens. And so that's that is what we're doing. So yeah. They're the best. They're the best plans. The unplanned stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. So, 
And we may we may actually not go to the bigger city for a, for a little bit, drop the kids off, come back, and watch The Last of Us. Um, do a couple of episodes of The Last <laughs> uh, of Us because I refuse to watch. She's like, it's like nine at night or ten at night, and I know we're gonna be going to bed like right after this episode. I refuse to watch the show right before I go to bed. I was like, no, it's not. That is not happening. Um, so wait, we wait, are a which, few episodes. Which one behind. are you? Uh, okay, uh, I, I think watched we're. The, I, I'm now we fully need caught. to watch episode three. That's where we're at. <sighs> yeah, you need to do that. Yeah, it's so a, it's a great episode. I so cry. yeah, I, I did talk time. to her about that. <laughs> yeah, I did talk to her about that. I was like, I was like, or we could do this thing, and she's like, yeah, I'd be. I, she she's really into it. She's like, yeah, I'd be down for that. That'd be cool. So uh, so we'll probably at least we'll, we'll probably at least drop the kids off, come back, and at least watch like one episode. See where it goes from there. I tell you that that episode is a good Valentine's episode to watch because it's like it's a bit of a love story. So, oh well, there you go. Right before somebody probably gets murdered to death, so that'll be that'll be. Good. Uh, there's not so much murdering to death. Yeah, um, it's not Deadpool. <laughs> you you can watch Deadpool. Um, That's an interesting love story. <laughs> um, the the last time we watched it, we finished episode two. I don't want to give any spoilers away, so I don't, I don't know how to say this, but something really big happens at the end of two. Main character, big kind of thing. Okay, that's all I'll say. You know, probably know what I'm talking about. You've already watched it. Um, so I'm watching it, and I'm like, I'm like, in some kind of like a horrified state of what what is happening in front of me, and and I'm like, and Becca is really good about waking up right on time, and so. Like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, did you just see that? That's amazing. And she's like, yeah, yeah. And so she, like, hears my voice just enough to be like, yeah. And she'll just, like, answer. And uh, and so then we get to the – it flips to the next episode. And I was like, do you want to watch another episode? And she's like, sure. And then uh, – and I'm like, okay, what – I wasn't – I was like, why – I was surprised it wasn't, like, more of a, like, effect on her. And so we we start the third episode. and And my wife says – why isn't that character in what happened to that character why why aren't they there and i was like oh my gosh you are sleeping because you did not just see what happened to that poor girl i was like what is your problem <laughs> and so she's like yeah i might have fell asleep for like 20 minutes i was like oh my gosh so anyway she makes she makes me laugh because she wakes up at just the right time to make me think she's still awake she does it all the time not just for this but for all different kinds of things it's fine oh <sighs> so so that's our Valentine's plans, and that's uh, probably more than you wanted to know. Um, anything else? Do we have any events that we need to talk about, Sean? Um, so I need to know who is in this week's, this month's Achievement Hunters. Not many people have let me know. So far, all I know is Frosticles is in. So if you're listening to this, um, reach out, let us know somehow, get in touch with us via Twitter, or if you're in the Discord, jump in, like go to the Achievement Hunter section of Discord. Let me know if you want to be counted in, in February's uh, event, because so far, all I know is that Frosticles is in it, and he's currently winning, because he's the only person in it so that far. Make sense. So, well, well done, Jason. Welcome to the Xbox family. You're currently winning our competition. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, join in. Join in. Um, do, did Speaking we... of people that have joined in, Bruce... Welcome to the family. He has got his Xbox One. Yes, he's, he's got his series. So he's so happy. Um, lots of questions that come from him because he's I think he's, he's learning the the ins and outs with his with his father as well. I believe. I think he's got Bruce 
Bruce's old console. Oh, he has a console, so. So, so what I'll tell our listeners, we will we will make a tweet and pin it to the top about uh, the next achievement hunters, just like we did last month. And then if you just want to reply to that and say, "Yeah, I'm in." That would be great. That helps us out. gives uh, gives the event a little bit more publicity on the on the Twitter side. Maybe get new a couple of new people to to see us, and then also um, also it's just an easy way for Sean to be able to find everybody who's who's in. So uh, we'll we'll get that tweet out. We'll, we'll tweet that out sometime today. Um, literally today. Even if you're listening today, which isn't very often that that is how that works, but uh, with with scheduling issues and valentine's day and all that we we are literally recording on saturday um so yeah that's kind of fun um all right so if that is all the events we will jump right on into the top stories so the first top story comes from frosticles mr jason frost who has now joined into the Xbox family, has had a massive issue with his muscle memory and the way around controllers. So, and, I mean, I've got two controllers in front of me because I need to reference them. Because I, I, don't, I don't know, I have this issue going from Xbox to Nintendo quite often. So, mm-hmm. as soon as I'm, I'm in my daughter's room for this. Um Oh, wow, I didn't even realize it was the X and Y button as well as the A and the B button are all in different places. So, yeah, for for people who play Xbox regularly, you know it goes A, B, Y, X if you want to go counterclockwise around the controller, starting at A. And for Nintendo players, it goes B, A, X, Y, which I don't know why they did this. I mean, PlayStation just did it easy because they had X, circle, triangle, and square. So, you know, they, But do they match up? Who did like? Does PlayStation's match up with either? I don't know the answer to this. Do they match up with either yeah. like so Nintendo if, or Microsoft? So yeah, the the X button does exactly the same as the A button. Okay. On PlayStation, so so they're mapped into the same area. So like, if for me, if you're playing Call of Duty, you've got a PlayStation controller in your hand. You know that if you want to leap over or vault over something, you just hit the A button. If you want to do that on the PlayStation, you just hit the X button. It's in exactly the same place. But if you've been playing, I think it's more menu stuff. For me, it's it's circumnavigating yeah. menus. Yeah, it's, like it's I end going up out and going into things. Yeah, exactly. Canceling things, stuff like that. The B button gets me more than the X and the Y. Yeah, because the B button on the controller, on the Xbox controller, is the A button on the Nintendo controller. And A is usually a confer. Yep. Um, so I end up just like if I, especially if I've been playing a lot of Zelda and stuff like that, I'm, I'm constantly backing out of the menus. And like if when I'm trying to play Breath of the Wild, you know, you're trying to gather up stuff to like to cook or anything like that. Um, I end up selecting loads of stuff because I'm very like conscious that I'm selecting, so I know I'm aiming for the A button to confirm. And then like I'm like cool right let's let's get this side and I press B and I cancel everything and it's like oh, I'm now going to go back through the menus and select all this. Um, so that's where I sit with it. It's the same with I'm playing Metroid Prime um, a lot recently, and before I start like a series of platforming, 
I kind of have to do a, a test jump to make sure I'm pressing the right button. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, just 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 to make sure because you don't want to like get halfway through or go run running to to set this like this jump up to get up to this spot and I, I run all the way to the edge and it just does nothing and she falls. Mm-hmm. So. I do not find. Well, wait, first let me back up and start from the beginning of my journey. Uh, in the beginning, this was a big issue, and I told Frosticles this. You can go back and look at me streaming on our channel, and you will see me like sitting there being like, like looking down because I, I have played so much Nintendo. My my brain was just wired for that, and uh, and in fact, there was even I can't remember what game we were playing together that you were like you're pressing the wrong button. You 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 got your it, the, your, it takes two. It, yeah, it was takes it? Two it takes two. Was okay, the, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so and so yeah, I had to rewire my thought process or my my but I I'm, I'm pretty much there where I can flip between the two. Now, I will struggle sometimes um if I am not playing any Nintendo and only playing Xbox or vice versa for a long period of time. And then my brain will kind of rewire back into that. And then when I go pick up the Nintendo again, it'll be like, uh, okay, I got to think about how this works. Um, but the question is, Sean, should you work through it and just try to rewire your brain for for the two different for the two different controller layouts, or should you try to remap one of the controllers so that you can just play one way? Like, what what is your what is your thought process? Um, well, the, the Xbox offers you the ability to digitally remap the, the buttons so you can swap the X and the Y buttons around, which if you are really struggling, go and do that because obviously you don't want to ruin your gaming experience. It's what you're used to if you've only ever been a Nintendo fan and you know, you're know you kind of finding it stressful to go between the two. I, I suggest go and do that. That's nice and easy. Um you then know in your head that when it's wanting you to press the A, like the A button, you know that you're going to go and hit the B button. Um, and it's going to have the same effect as it would be to hit the A button on the, on the Nintendo console. Um, but I, I, I'm i an advocate, the same as you for saying, just just leave it, get used to it, play it, do it this way. Um, but digitally mapping it, if you, that, that's fine. I think at some point he said that he was going to practice on some old his some of his wife's old controllers, um, and how you would swap physically swap the buttons around so how it would look. Oh my gosh! Um, that that's great, but you're still going to run into the same problem. Like if you go to a friend's house or something like that, or somebody yeah. comes to you and they, they want, and it's like that they're looking at the controller and they're like, "Well, this is all back to front. What the hell's going on here?" Um, yeah. but it's each to each to their own with that. I won't, uh, I, I couldn't do it. I, I, Jesus Christ, Lindsay would absolutely kill me if I started butchering the, um, the elite controls. She, <laughs> she, she would literally beat me to death with it. Um, but, but yeah, I, I'd say go digitally remap them. If that, that that's fine, because you must, if, if it's muscle memory that you get on and get out, the digital map will, will fix that instantly for you. But the other one is then also spend some time, just get used to it, play some games that like don't require you to be making snap decisions really quick. So don't go and play Call of Duty. Don't go and play um, you know, the like 
Doom and stuff like that. Fast-paced games where you need to know where the buttons are and be used to them. Don't do that. Like, go play some chilled-out RPG stuff where, you know, you've got the time and the, you, you can make mistakes in the menus and stuff like that, and, and you get used to it. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I mean, I say get used to it. I... You, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, what you said is exactly what I would say. I, to each their own. Do whatever you want. The physical thing, I didn't. I missed that. That's pretty crazy. Um, that would that would be that would be that would take some work. But I'd be interested to see if he could make it work. Like, I, I mean, you're right. Like, you would if you had friends over or something. You you just have to do it to like one controller, right? And then that would be like your yeah. controller, and then you could have the others that could that could uh, be regular. But I mean, if you can make it work, that's kind of cool. If you can, you can do it digital. But uh, uh, now, if you do it digital, is it for a specific controller, or is it for? Do you know, or is it for like all of the controllers? You, it's for it, it's for a specific controller. So the okay. Xbox system is really good at knowing which controller you've got connected, um, and you can. Basically, you you can program like you can program whatever controller you want to whatever like button mapping that you want. And would if you went if you had two different controllers, you had, like so you had a white one and a black one, and the white one you had set for this certain set of buttons for this game, and the black one you had set for a certain set of buttons for this game, it would remember which controller is which. Hmm. Okay, well, I mean that seems like a pretty easy solution. It seems like a lot easier than like opening your controller up. Um, so yeah, but on the side, on the side of opening the controller up, I'm, I'm trying to look at pictures now. And the only issue I seem to see is I don't know if the buttons are designed to be a certain shape, so you can't swap them. Oh yeah. They kind of, I'm, I, I put one in front of me so I could take a look at it. Yeah. The B button is kind of an oval, like a horizontal oval. That, yeah, the other three are circular, and that one because because it's where the where the um, controller slants off to the or starts to like descend down, curve down uh, to the side. Yeah, you're you're right. That would be if if the A fits there, it's gonna look weird. There's gonna be a little hole, I bet, to the to the right a little bit. Yeah, if it can fit, it's not only that, but it's physically the button itself inside is oh. there's, there's more plastic to the right-hand side of the button. Oh, right, okay. So the A button is perfectly circle, and underneath mm -hmm. is because you, you're just pressing it down, it's perfectly circular. But because of where the B button sits on the on the actual digibard underneath and like the plastic frame and everything that sits underneath, the, the, the shape underneath that button is completely different. Mm -hmm. So you, you, I think you would struggle... To get the two, unless like you could take the A bit off the actual stand and the B bit off the stand, which I can. Just like, do it fire digital. Up a YouTube video and stuff. Just yeah. do it digital. If you if you got to do it, do it digital, and then you can get a little black sharpie and let that dry, and then get a little <laughs> like white sharpie and then or gray, and then just like rewrite the buttons. There you go. Um, that's a that sounds like a lot better option if you got to do it. But my my uh, suggestion is to live through it. I've been there. It is a little rough. To be honest, it, for a guy that was like on this podcast, uh, a newbie to Xbox, it was a little embarrassing to be like, 
oh yeah, that didn't work. I did. Oh, I didn't hit that button in the right time. I didn't hit the right button at all because I don't know these buttons yet. Like it's all like, and you're looking down like you just feel you just feel dumb. Uh, but you you know you uh you'll you'll figure it out. It'll remap. Like I said, there I think there'll always be a little bit of issue when when you've played for a long time, but for the most part, I've 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 got it. I've got it down between the two of them. So there it is. That's my that's my thought on the ABCs of controllers. You got anything else on that before we move on? Um, no, other than the I I don't know. I still love I still love my Elite controllers. So I'd say if you've got the opportunity to get one of the, like the Power A controllers um, or anything like that that has the mappable buttons at the back, go and do it because. I absolutely I can't play now. Like I struggle with the like the box standard Xbox controller, but even I'm getting to the point now that if I and this is where like I can I'm a little bit like Frosticles is that I can't pick up the pro controller for the Nintendo and play because I want to hit the paddles at the back for different stuff. Oh, um, so you like Frosticles but for a whole different reason. Yeah. I like I am literally tapping the back of sometimes I'm tapping the back of the controller and then like oh, that, that isn't actually a button there, Sean. You're just tapping the controller. It's not gonna work. <laughs> that, um, that's funny. But even playing Hogwarts Legacy, I have like the X and the Y buttons for mm. um different spells all programmed to the back. So That's what can you do like the full the full spell? So like like Okay, we're gonna. I mean, we're gonna have a long conversation about this in a little bit. But like, can you press the RT and you know you got to press the R the trigger button and the spell button? Can you just press the trigger because and it do both the RT and the and the a the face button that needs to be pressed? So you can do it in one button press instead of two. I, I can do it without having to take my thumbs off the joist the joysticks. Okay, so yeah. like. I'm holding the analog sticks and I can hold RT with my left, with my right yeah. index finger and with my, the, the one that's next to your pinky, I can press the X or the Y button. Mm -hmm. So like I don't, phys physically, I don't have to remove my thumb from the analog stick. So I like, I can keep an eye on what everybody's doing and be moving out of the way. The only bit I haven't got around yet is I haven't got the B button mapped to something other than the actual B. Okay. The rolling and dodging out of the way, I haven't figured out yet. So. Gotcha. gotcha. But that's where then, I'm that's having helpful. the issue when playing Hogwarts Legacy because I've been playing a lot of Metroid Prime. Is I'm hitting the A button more than I am the B button to, and I end up my character instead of rolling just ends up jumping. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, all right. Well. Best. Of, I hope this is some help to you, Frosticles, and we are glad you've joined joined the community along with uh, along with Bruce. That that's awesome. We we love to see more people in the Xbox community. Uh, moving on to our next our next little top story. Uh, working with Xbox has been a positive experience, says the team behind Hi-Fi Rush. Um. These are always interesting stories. Uh, I mean, yeah, which I'm not surprised that the the it's had that because you know it's a Bethesda game as well as Tango Gameworks. Yeah. Um. So you know, it's basically Bethesda saying that hey, yeah, we're pretty cool to work with. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
but you know, um, the, this came that statement came from an interview with Ungeek, uh, the game director John Jonas touched out such a it meant to work with Xbox as um, as Hi-Fi Rush development was coming to a close, and it says the acquisition happened so that it made it a bit easier for us because we were able to focus on which platforms it will release to help us polish the experience. So to me, working with Xbox closely meant that and they could hone the experience, the gameplay experience for the console rather than... so. Um, but other than that, it didn't really have any effect on the development. In that sense, the experience of Xbox was positive because there was no interference, but in a good way. They were kind of like, yeah, go ahead and you do what you think sounds cool. So, which is kind of historically what we've always said that we kind of hope that when an Xbox approaches a, a developer and like says, we want your game on our system, on our ecosystem with Game Pass, like we, we want to help you. It's kind of like to let them run their own train rather than you know be di- dictating how the game should run and how this how this should work so yeah yeah for sure i think this is cool um this this just goes further to show that that i that microsoft or the xbox department has learned from their acquisition of rare which hit, which uh historically and notoriously i should say um kind of took them and forced them to do a certain to, to do a certain game a certain way and that was a complete and utter uh, dumpster fire um, and so they're I think they they learned from that and they're doing a much better job with these acquisitions of letting them breathe in their own space so hopefully that keeps yeah which he, keeps happening which at the end of the article it says Jonas reiterated that Microsoft is keen to keep Bethesda running pretty much as it did pre-acquisition which is something that we've heard directly from Xbox in the past so yeah, like even the like the main developer of Hi-Fi Rush was like, you know, it's cool, it's nice to see, it's good, which is good going forwards with like Activision and Blizzard. It felt like everything that falls into place eventually with that acquisition goes well. That it'll basically just run as Activision and Blizzard, but under the umbrella of Xbox Studios. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully that's the same. Next on uh, next on our top stories, uh, I don't know, sad news. But anyways, Bethesda is still <laughs> sorting stuff out for Xbox's upcoming Starfield release. So it it sounds like pretty likely that CD Key's date was was just a placeholder, which kind of thought. So um, they're still trying to figure out when to show the showcase. It's February eighteenth this point if they're not sure when it's going to be they're not probably going to make march 27th um so what do you think sean um i honestly i'm starting to lose traction with the game so (laughs) it's plain plain hogwarts has made me notice we're going to reference hogwarts a bit i think in the comparison to Starfield because you you've got an open world game with dialogue stuff like that um thousands of hours of dialogue is just sounds really daunting to me and playing hogwarts legacy and the beginning of the game being quite dialogue heavy because you obviously got the introduction to the, the characters and stuff like that i'm kind of like sat there thinking i couldn't sit through lots and lots of this like hogwarts does a really good job of 
the dialogue being funny, witty, um, mm-hmm. and you know the accents and the characters and like tones and stuff that they're using is really well, and the facial expressions for the characters is really good. At, I've noticed in Hogwarts, if you if it's very dry and I think because there's so much of it going to be in Starfield um, that is it all going to be voiced over or am I going to be doing thousands of hours of reading Um, I just I don't know the more like this game's talked about and the more we're constantly like held off this game's going to be slower I'm starting to like lose complete interest in playing it so yeah I um, I agree with you um now that doesn't mean they can't suck me back in with a with a good showcase and a game that that starts to get me hyped that's what happened with hogwarts it was like man i'm i'm bummed it didn't come when when they said it was going to it got pushed but then i they started to drop those like 15 20 minute trailers i don't know a trailer but like i don't know like presentations of the game and it was like this game looks good like it, it's looking better and better and the closer it got i got more and more hyped um for like what i was seeing and um so they they can suck me back in but yes like when when it came around that starfield was being pushed to the to the first half of this year i was kind of like i was kind of gutted you know i was like oh my gosh that was the game that was the thing like um but now it's like i'm sitting here looking at it they haven't even really said it's going to be pushed from the first half of this year it just kind of seems like it likely will be so it's like Okay, fine. You know, like I'm not gutted. I'm like, let's let's move along. I got other things to do. I got other things to play. Let's uh, let's have a nice day, and I'll play it and I'll I'll check it out whenever I see it. And that's that's a tenuous spot for for Starfield to be in for a game that big. Um, they need to, yeah. I would think, be on more of a hype train setting at this point. And I think they're. I don't know I if think- they're losing other people, but they're kind of losing me. Yeah, I think they're riding off the back of they've they've already got four or five games pinned for the first half of the year, even though we still haven't got a date for Forza Forza Motorsport. Um, I think they're going to ride those games into the second half of the year, um, and that's when probably by September time we'll have more information, I think, regarding Star Falls Showcase. I think we'll have... Um, I think it's going to be. I think quite happily it'll be July, August, September that we'll probably get the the showcase for it, um, with a release date of like October. Yep, yep. I think I think that's right. I totally agree with that. Um. Uh. Okay. So let me see. Next on the on the, well, that is the end of our top stories. Actually, the end of our top stories. Um, slime news bulletins, quick, quick shots here. Slime Rancher 2's first major update brings new themed biomes to Xbox Game Pass. Uh, I, I had, I had, I was really <laughs> excited for that game. That's all that that just kind of brings me a little like, oh, well. Um, and the game's still oh, good. This is, this, this is the reason, this is the reason why I dropped it in the news bulletins because I knew you liked playing it, but there was too much of the same old, same old. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, from the first one, so I thought having new biomes meant that there'd be maybe new mechanics to come with that biome. But looking at it, it's basically just the same thing but with different colors. 
Yeah, see, and that's the thing. Like, I I know this is a news bulletin, so it should be quick. I've, I've pulled it out of the news bulletin, sorry. Um, and I've <laughs> talked about it before, but, like, it, it does make me sad, but it's like, I just... Some games are not meant to have a um, a sequel. Like some games just aren't meant. They they have a good game mechanic hook, and sure you can put a different coat of paint on it, but it's still the game mechanic. It's still the same game mechanic hook, and it's not as much fun the second time. At least not for me. I don't know. I don't know where everybody else landed on this. Maybe it's just me, but for me it was like yeah. Finding out how to ranch those slimes the first time was great. It was so much fun. Um, but now I know how to do it. And now you're just, I'm just looking at different slimes, different colors. That's about it. So, yeah. But, hey, if if you haven't played it, play Slime Rancher 2. Because that's a, that there's some quality of life that are, uh, that are, that are great. Um, oh, horror accolade. This is a good, good, good question. Uh, on top of this, are you saying you haven't played all the Harvest Moon games? Now, listen, I, I haven't played all of them, but I have played most of them. And there, that is, hmm, that is a good question because that game mechanic hook is almost completely the same. Uh, from one game to the next, little differences. They're little and some some bigger, but that I don't know. I don't know why it is that one. Yeah, yeah. They keep he says they keep it a little fresh in each one. For some reason, that one hits different than uh than Slime Rancher. Slime Rancher just felt so the same. Like I knew exactly what to do. I'm gonna take these slimes. I know exactly how to put this cover over it. How to do this thing, but that that's really good. That's a really good, like, thoughtful question of, like, why why does Harvest Moon, why do I want to go back to Harvest Moon, or really now Stories of Seasons, because I just played the most recent, was it Pione Pioneer Town? I can't remember. I just played the one that just dropped, um, not just, but, like, last year at some point dropped, uh, and, I mean, I played it to complete, well, to completion, you know, however however that works with those things. Um, and But I opened up all the areas and did all that, and I loved it. I had an absolute blast with it. And, yeah, it was very similar to all the rest. You got the chickens and the cows, and you're, you know, doing the thing and harvesting. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. Not sure why Harvest Moon, Story of Seasons, that, that franchise flip-flop flip um, can... Is, I'm good with, but I mean, I'm a farming guy, right, Sean? That so maybe that's it. Maybe I just love farming <laughs> and games. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I'll see, farm I anything, played... but I won't ranch anything. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, I've never played any of the Harvest Moons, but what I can't Harvest Moons. So what I can say is that I, from people that have played it, there is a nostalgia to it that people are like, it played because it was one of the early, like harvesting farming kind of games that you could play so people spent a lot of time with it people really enjoyed it people really like fell in love with it fell in love with the law fell in love with the, the story behind it and the like the gameplay aspect and the artwork and everything so i think there's a level of 
like you play it because it's the next one in the in the series that you really want to play, which is like when he when Horror like goes to say like with Call of Duty is exactly the same. It's you, you're drawn into the title as well as the gameplay aspect. Where Slime Rancher was this kind of, kind of you enjoyed the first one because it was new, it was exciting, it was different, um, but then they didn't carry anything over that that made it any more exciting and you yes you've got some quality of life fixes and stuff like that which is great but they didn't introduce a complete like new aspect to the game which kind of made you want to play it because it was completely new and shiny and different but at the same time you had this like love and nostalgia for the game so i, I don't think it built itself that much of a following that you're going to be able to do that so that's how, for me, games that have got the same thing, like Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing had you know, the, the mechanic behind it is exactly the same for yeah, yeah, that's new another one as it is for New New Horizons, but because you had the love, you had the the nostalgia, you had the relationship with the game and the title, um, you, everybody wanted to play it, and then you know, in New Horizons compared to New Leaf. There are just so many different things. We had terraforming. We had all this new stuff that you could do that kind of made the game really exciting and pulled you in more and wanted you to play the title because A, you already loved the title and you had time with it, but then B, you've, there's all this really cool new stuff that they're doing in this title. So, and I think that's where things like Slime Rancher Two to Slime Rancher just doesn't have that edge to to draw you in and keep mm-hmm. playing. It doesn't have that excitement. Yeah, I, I really appreciate the question. Horror. I mean, I really do. That's a that's a really insightful insightful piece of uh, insightful question. It makes it makes me really think. Like, oh, I don't know. I'm gonna really like. I'm gonna be thinking about that this week. Like, why? Like, I'm gonna be trying to figure out. Like, why? Why is that the case with this game? Because I I hadn't like I hadn't like thought about it that way, or you know, I haven't looked at it the other way of like games that are that do have that same game mechanic hook that I keep coming back to, and I can't wait for another one. And it's like another Animal Crossing game comes up, I'm gonna be playing it. You know, that'll be great. I've been playing, played them all, so why not play another one? Um, and I'm gonna love I mean, it. If you want to, if, if you want to sidebar into the next little news bulletin, Minecraft is exactly the same. People are still playing Minecraft from years ago. People are playing Minecraft Dungeons. People are going to play Minecraft Legends because yep. you know we we love we love the the game, the aspect of it, and they're putting new little twists on it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so. This would be so. Minecraft and Crocs have 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 uh, have come together to uh, to make Minecraft Crocs, which I you can put little cool like uh, Minecraft blocks on the on the Crocs, which is which is pretty cool. I can appreciate that. Um, See, I have never owned a pair of Crocs, but then like I'm quickly looking through the images of these, and I'm like. Yeah, I could do this. I could, I could buy into the Minecraft Crocs. <laughs> I like the customization stuff. I know Logan would be all over it. Oh yeah. Um, I've been able to put a Minecraft chest on his little Crocs. Oh yeah. Um, I'd be in for the sandals. I really think Crocs. I have never tried a pair of Crocs to be to be real honest. So, I think they look ugly as shit. Okay, I'm just going to, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, like, and I mean, I know, now I learned last year from a friend that Crocs make like, like really nice business shoes. I had no idea because my friend was like, who works like in the IT department in a, 
in a business. He's like, yeah, my wife bought me two Crocs for work. And I'm only thinking of like this, the ones I know of in my head of like these rubber with the holes on the front of them. And I'm like, you, you wear these shoes to work. I'm like, how do you, how do you get away with that? And he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I was like, how could you wear that? And then he told, he like sent me a picture. I was like, oh, I didn't even realize they made these like very business attire shoes. Um, but these, these ones, these ones, I don't know. I think they look ugly, but may, apparently they feel really comfy. Everybody says, I don't know. Man. Yeah. My, my brother, my brother like goes everywhere in his, like he, like he just wears them all the time. Um, <laughs> great and i'm like i like i see him in them and i'm like just are your feet not cold he goes well yeah they're a bit cold but you know <laughs> they're really comfy yeah, I'm like, yeah people so are... i'm assuming the soles for him that you stand in are really really comfortable um yeah. he does like to use the joke that he's switching between um all-terrain and, and speed mode it's so like when he's chasing his daughter around he kind of like flips the the, the back of the sandal the Round so it oh, hugs his oh, heel okay. and he's like, okay, ah, I get it. Ah, I'm, in, I'm in all, I'm in all terrain chase, chase poppy mode. So that's fun. I like yeah. that. Um, <clears throat> I do, I do kind of like the sandal. I, I could go down for the sandal or the flip or whatever you want to call it. Um, slider. Yeah, slider. Okay, is that what you guys call it? Slider. Yeah, okay. they're sliders. All right. Yeah. I, I, to be honest, I don't know what we call them. To be honest, I don't know if they're. Flip flops, sandals. I think one of the two is the right term. I don't know. Um, I don't know the difference, to be honest. I'm not up on my footwear. Um, but either way, uh, I could be down for that. So I see we... a Discord community. I see a Discord community chatter about the difference between croc, <laughs> yeah, croc style yeah. footwear. Yeah, what's the difference between a flip and a sandal? Now, now the thong, like you say, like I, I have thongs on. I get that because it goes in between the toe, but I, I don't get the other two. Um, the other two make no sense. Um, there you go. That that'll be the next. That'll be the next. How much does eight ounces of water weigh? Um, uh, <laughs> so moving on, <laughs> uh, we just turned those news bulletins into top stories. Moving on, uh, three rivals feel Microsoft's. Activision deal. Oh, by the way, we're in acquisition watch. Sorry. It's midnight over here, okay? 1 a.m. I'm barely keeping with it. Um, three rivals feel Microsoft's Activision deal would have negative impact on competition. Um, there there you go. I don't know. You, Gosh darn it. Who are no, they? I don't even know who the three different rivals are. It just, it just says... Bringing the hard hitting news to you over here, people. <laughs> uh, yeah, they haven't they haven't named these. They're just it for me. This was a bit of Activision like uh, acquisition clickbait, but I don't know. Probably have you saw? Yeah, the the, it, the, the, the the pointing fingers at like Bethesda making Starfield, uh, you know, an exclusive to a Microsoft platform kind of stuff. So I think this was a little bit of clickbait in terms of news bulletin, but I don't know. I'm slow. I, just like Starfield itself, the more I hear about this acquisition, the the less interested I'm getting. So. Oh, I'm still very interested in the acquisition. Now, I will say I'm 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 kind of 
unless it pushes the acquisition story forward, I am kind of like over a lot of acquisition news. Like this, this is like old, old news, quite frankly. I mean, kind of, um, but I'm still very interested in the acquisition and I pray that, that the stories we had last, last week are right, that they can get this done sooner rather than later. Um, because I'm, I'm all in on getting some of this, this Activision stuff. I can't, I'm, I'm down with that. Just tired of stupid stuff. Moving on. Game Pass headlines. Game Pass headlines. That's what we're here for. Out since the last yeah. episode, Mount and Blade 2, Bannerlord. Um, uh, we're going to make... It's dropped on, on Valentine's Day. That's <laughs> a great Valentine's game. Um, we're going to make a... Uh, we're going to make a uh, Game Pass news version uh, of the game. Sean and I are working hard on it called Mountain Blade 2, The Biscuit Lord. But uh, but it's probably <laughs> going to get pushed into 2024. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, it's definitely um, rated R. So. <laughs> that's right. It's just it's just a picture. You just it's like a tap. It's like a tap and click game, like a one button game. It's just Sean. You just press A as many times as you can to see how many biscuits he can eat. <laughs> I love it. Um. Cities and Skylines, uh, we talked about this last week. Great uh, SimCity-like, uh, probably much more feature-based than, than, uh, than, well, I don't know about current SimCity. I haven't played current SimCity in forever. Um, and Shadow Warrior 3 Definitive Edition. I meant to look this up. Is this a new shit? Was it? Did I have this conversation last week? Now it's hitting me that I think I had. I asked the same I, question last week. I think week. you said that you, you you thought it was already there. Yeah, I wasn't. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, and it's not. You looked it up, and I remember it all from last week, and I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> 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 My bad. <sighs> it hit me the moment I was about to say it. It hit me. I was like, oh, shit, I think I asked the same question, and you looked it up. And you were like, nope. Um, But coming next week, Sean, <laughs> what's coming next week, man? Uh, I am the the more I hear and the more I see about this game, I am so excited. Atomic Heart drops twenty first of February, so Tuesday next week, which is really nice because Monday I'm I'm busy. I won't get into why I'm busy because I I don't if if I, yeah I don't want to get into the pol- politics of it all. Um, but the twenty first, uh, I'm so excited for this. Um, I saw an article the other day which uh, Mick Gordon. Um, so I don't know if you don't know who he is, but he is a heavy metal artist who works very, very strongly with Bethesda and ID Software for the soundtrack to Doom, the 2016 Doom. Um, he has been working with the guys that have been running the soundtrack for Atomic Heart. Um, and if that stands to, to be told, the soundtrack to this game is going to be fantastic and there's nothing better than a fantastic heavy metal soundtrack to a game which looks as chaotic and as crazy as the first person shooter that Atomic Heart is screaming to be. Because um, the more I see it, the more I look at it, the more I look at the game, like early gameplay and, and trailers and stuff like that, all I can see is just Bioshock on steroids. So I'm so excited for this. Yeah, I am... I am a um interested i i will you know i've kind of wavered back and forth about my interest level how but i i might play it a little bit i might not even touch it because i'm pretty addicted to hogwarts legacy at the moment and i might just not get to it um so and it's a little like you're into into hogwarts and drunk the butter here 
Yeah, it's a little on the edge for me too. Just to be just to be honest, like just looking at some of these pictures, I'm like, uh, I, I don't know if this is something I'm really into playing. Um, so yeah, I think I'll stick with Hogwarts Legacy, and I'll let you I'll let you report in on Atomic Heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I'm I'm happy with that. So I mean I mean we we uh like it's next Thursday, so that's the twenty. 20- fourth so i'm hoping to have at least played a little bit before that nice uh new game pass games announced Uh, this one's not new but uh it now has an actual date it was just spring 2023 until this week uh that's valheim uh out on the pc so if you're if you got pc game pass you can play it right now dropped uh last year they pushed the console version until this year and now we know that it will be out march of 2023 it uh, takes place in a world where slain vikings go to prove themselves fit for the halls of valhalla uh the player begins with nothing and soon discovers that to reach the norse afterlife they must defeat the evils that stalk valheim led only by their instincts and occasionally hints from a raven the player must prepare to fight the sworn enemies of odin there's a lot of crafting involved building stuff up too so uh yeah, I, I I'd be interested to possibly give this a go if I could find some time. If you can draw yourself away from the wizarding world, that's right. <laughs> I see. I I read a little bit more about this, and I'm quite interested that they there is spirits that you need to defeat, but the only way you can summon those spirits is by offering something like of a cert, like offering a certain something to each spirit. Um, but it doesn't really tell you what that is, so there's a puzzling aspect to it as well. So I thought it's you know they they kind of took ticking all the different boxes. Sure, yeah. The next one so, is um, and then the, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, the next one is Homestead Arcade, um, which is mm. a bit weird that they're going to bring this out in April 2023, especially with people probably still riding the train from Hogwarts Legacy. Um, so you become a farming witch and a pioneer, and pioneer the range that has been mysteriously corrupted with Miasima. Discover the secret behind its, its appearance, grow plants and power up your spells and use nature's magic to heal the land. So this is like a, another farming crafting style game, but you, you play a witch, um, which is the aspect of Hogwarts Legacy, I can't really see people being interested in playing, starting and playing another whole entire RPG farming style game. Well, but and, but what you got to remember, Hogwarts isn't on Game Pass, so I mean, we we paid the money for it, so there's there's a you know there's a demographic that probably didn't want to pay pay the money, and uh, and so yeah, I could see it. Plus, there's a cute cat, so pretty much, I mean, it's pretty much gonna. <laughs> Win. How many cats have you stroked in Hogwarts Legacy? That's awkward when you say it like that. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh dear, I'm, I'm, I'm going now. Quite a few, <laughs> quite a few, Sean. Quite a few. <laughs> no, I've been thinking I'm going to get out. I've seen, I've touched. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> 
That's right. I keep thinking I'm going to get... Man, I forgot how much fun 1, 1 a.m. podcasting was. <laughs> um, I keep thinking I'm going to get a achievement if I if I pet enough cats, but so far, nothing. So, <laughs> isn't that horrible? That's a, that, Welcome to the world of Xbox. You're like, if I pet, if I pet enough cats, I'm going to get myself an achievement. But so far, nothing. No, um, that, I, I, literally, if I'm running around in the castle and I run past a cat, I will stop, turn around, and go back and stroke the cat. And then I'll carry on running around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, yeah, I've I've pet quite a few pet cats, no no doubt about it. Um I don't like that you can't pet the owls. I tried to pet an owl. It doesn't let you do that. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't lose a finger. Uh, <laughs> uh Cree, yeah. You know, I mean I mean, you know, me farming, crafting, I mean I can't I, I, I will play this homestead arcana game for sure. I, no doubt, I will. I will at least boot it up. I may not play it long, but I will at least boot it up. It, there's farming, and there's crafting, and there's building. What more do I need? Um, because exactly. I don't have enough to play, Sean. If I only had a little bit more to play, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So games, games that are leaving soon. This is this is. There's a couple of games in here that are quite interesting. So all these games that we're going to mention now are leaving as of the end of February 28th of February. Um, so that's Madden NFL 21, which isn't a surprise because we've got 23 on there now. Mm-hmm. Um, Crown Trick, which I believe you say you had a little dabble with. Yeah, yeah, it's a turn-based, I think it's a roguelike, if I remember correctly. So you can imagine how far I made it into that. Um, <laughs> it's a good, I played it for a hot second. <laughs> it was a good hour of my life, I think, I put into that. And then I was like, nope. But you know, if that's your thing, it's it seemed uh, it seemed proficient enough. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got Dragon Ball Fighter Z, which I don't think neither of us played, but got some a good following out there. So I'm surprised yeah. to see that go. Um, Far changing changing tides is leaving, which you played. Yeah, change, I played in B. You can get through this in like five hours. So, um, you know, it's one of those. Just beware. There's. The story's convoluted, and you really should um, fart. Um, you really should play the first one first. And son of a beach, if I can remember what that's called, uh, fart, far sales, far sales, far sales. Is that it? Yeah, there's two of them. If you can play far sales and then far changing tides, it the the end story is is pretty fantastic. It, it all makes sense, and it's it it really is almost two games or one game in like two um so yeah it, it's good though the next one is alien isolation which i'm surprised i am surprised and i am surprised to see this go i'm not surprised because it's been on there for a lifetime as this game um but what i am surprised is it is leaving because i know a lot of people get game pass because it's a speedrunner's dream is alien isolation lots of people play this game for the speedrunning aspect um which, if you know, you wanted to do speedruns and streaming, it was a cheap and easy way to to, to do that. Hmm. Um, Lightning Returns, the Final Fantasy thirteen, um, that's leaving, and Octopath Traveler, which I'm quite shocked and surprised because it's really still relatively new. But I know we have a second one in the winds. So. Yeah, maybe that's the reason it's leaving. This is a thing they like to do. Maybe we'll end up getting the. The next one. I mean, and, and it's not that. I don't know if it's new to Game Pass. I can't remember when it came out to Game Pass, but it's like, what, three years old, something like that. Um, two, I 
maybe I don't know. Oh heck no! It's it's a 2018. It's five years old. Wow. Yeah, it does not seem like it. Yeah. Because you, I think it was in the Nintendo Direct that there was a demo for Octopath Traveler 2 for the first like hour of the game. So the, the release, the way they're releasing Octopath Traveler 2 is the same way as they released Octopath Traveler 1. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But this does, I, um, I do agree, this does bode well for possibly getting two because this is this is how they like to do it. They take one off, leave it leave it lie for a little bit, and then and then put another on. So maybe we'll get that one. That'd yeah. be fun. Uh, RPG fans out there are going to love it if you can get out to Path Traveler 2 day one, day, day release on Game That Pass. would be a big get, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, games with Gold, there has been an update. So um, Guts and Goals is now there. That's from February 16th all the way through to March 15th. Um, for the King, is still available until the end of February. And for the March Games with Gold, um, I have some rumors. Apparently, Dead Rising 3, the Apocalypse Edition, which mm. if you enjoy the Dead Rising game franchise, which I do, I thought they were quite funny. Um, it's, you know, that's quite an interesting one to get. And Monopoly Plus, which is a nice family-friendly game to play. So I hope you're right on cause... Monopoly Plus. I really, really do, because I have like hemmed and hawed on Monopoly on Switch a couple times, but it... I don't know where it is now, but it's always been pretty pricey. Like, I mean, you know, like $30 or so. More than I want to play. Pay. So I've always skipped it. But um, well, I guess it's only 9 But Yeah, see, it was $39.99. Now it's on a pretty deep sale for uh, 75%. I bet you're right, Sean. I bet, it comes, I bet it comes with Games with Gold. I bet it does because this is... I have not seen this sale this deep in a while. Uh, for this game, because I've been I've been watching it because I figured it'd be fun to play with Noah and and the kids and stuff like that. Um, and so, yeah, that it it would it would make sense that it would be for games with gold when you have this much of a discount for uh, Nintendo right now. Definitely, definitely. Oh, um. So that's it. I think that's everything. The top stories, news bulletins, uh, everything that's coming and going. I would agree. On to Xbox Spotlight. What we have been playing. <laughs> so, so what we have been playing is probably going to be a lot of the same old, same old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you... I mean, I... Yeah, I would totally agree with that. Um, why don't you go first? You have at least one new thing, I think, on there, right? Um, I've got two. So um, off the back of... Oh, well, no. One of them I talked about last week because I didn't play Metroid Prime because of playing Minish Cap. Um, so I put Minish Cap down, um, which if, for anybody, this this isn't an, an Xbox style game. This is off the back of the Nintendo Direct. It was the Game Boy Advance thing on the NSO. Um, so I put Minish Cap down for a while, for roughly about 13 hours, um, <laughs> and played some Metroid Prime. I finished Metroid Prime. Um, took me 12, just over 12 hours. Got 88% completion. Um, unlocked hard mode. Absolutely loved that game. Started hard mode, and then sat there and thought, I'm not ready to play this through yet again. So... 
put that back down. Picked up Ninja Cap and um, played that for a little bit more uh, just because I was on nights. So it's just something I could do on my lunch break and things like that. Uh, but then the other game that I've been playing is Hogwarts Legacy. I went and got it. I picked it up finally. Just kind of helped that we were that way out. Um, where because obviously I pre-ordered it, um, physical rather than digitally. The bit that I'm not happy with is when I pre-ordered it. I asked the question: um, Could this be? Is this game like could this disc be played on an Xbox One? Um, and the guy was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty, I'm pretty sure everything's backwards compatible." And, and so, and it's not. So I'm really annoyed because, like, that sucks. I purposely picked it up because I thought me and my daughter could play it because she could take the disc and play it when, when I'm not. Mm. And unfortunately, it doesn't work on her console, and I don't have the money to buy a another Series X. So yeah. um, I'm going to end up buying another physical copy of the game towards the end of the month her no. to be able to play or she yeah. can just come and play it on the tv in the living room while they're not in so oh, that kind of works yeah that uh that stinks i'm interested to hear you have here graphical issues on performance mode i want to know what what graphical issues you've been having um it's in the dialogue scenes so i've no i've been noticing a lot when you're talking to professor fig um especially in his classroom um his face seems to like have holes <laughs> Not where his eyes should be, like on his forehead and his cheeks. It's just like, like you can see the graphics glimmering and like like a black shimmer. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sorry, I get these modes mixed up. So excuse my my. So p- performance mode is that like it strips it purposely strips the graphics back a little bit. To, yeah, okay, that's what I'm to, playing on to too. Keep the perform- to keep to p- the performance of the game, but I'd have I'd have thought on the Series X that even on performance mode that like. There'd be some decent amount. Of yeah, no, I would agree. I I'll have to look at that. Sometimes I can not see those things, and they don't. I don't know. So I'll have to uh, I'll have to pay better attention. See if that's happening for me as well. Because I I can't recall it, but I may just not be paying attention close enough to it as well. But but yeah. Um. So far, I am I'm, I'm adoring the game. Um. In the Discord, we've been talking like, to the point where we've got our own little subcategory now for Hogwarts Legacy on the Nintendo DS Discord. Um, the, the lore in this game is fantastic. So if you're a big Potter fan um, and you haven't played this yet, go pick it up and play it. There is so many little Easter eggs in there that are nods to the, the true lore of the, the, the Wizarding World. Um, the first one was the whole Festrals in the first scene. And, like That just... That little nod to the truth in that, like somebody can't see festivals until they've seen death, um, which is which is apparent in the Hogwarts films when Harry sees Cedric Diggory get killed by Voldemort in the Triwizard Cup. So the Order of the Phoenix film, where they 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 come to the the Hogwarts castle in the carts. Um, Harry can see the festivals that are pulling the cats. In the game, in Hogwarts Legacy, in the game, your character looks over his shoulder where you've been dragged through the air in this cat, and it looks like there's nothing there pulling you. You've just got the guy with reins that's not really controlling anything. And then something happens, and somebody fortunately gets killed. Um, and you witness that, and then like all of a sudden you can see the festivals pulling the cat. That little, like, that instantly then just drew me, and I was like, 
that's fantastic. They, they, they've kind of, they remembered things like this. So, yeah. I mean, Parky must be working very closely with JR for, for that kind of stuff. She must oversee a lot of, she must, yeah, she must see, oversee a lot of it to make sure that they're keeping true to the, the wizard in law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad you explained that too. Uh, that was, I was, I was, con- you, you had told me about it on, on discord and I was really confused. I was like, I don't entirely understand what you're talking about, but now that you say it, now that you talk about it, um, I, I get it. And Abby, it happens in like the first 10 minutes of the game. So just so, just so you know, he's talking, he's saying you, you, you got too many spoilers going on here. Um, so it, it happens in the first 10 minutes of the game. It's not really that big of a spoiler. Um, if you've watched anybody play it or stream it from you, you'll have seen it. So, oh, for the movies, oh that that spoiler is long gone and past. Have you sell? That's all I'll say about that. That is long gone and yeah. past. Uh, now, now Daniel Radcliffe can grow a beard. I'm pretty sure I'm allowed to talk about the films. <laughs> that guy's um, been going through puberty for like the last twenty years. So. You know, Sean, it hit me a year ago at this time. I bought my first Xbox game right right around this time. I'm fairly certain it was it was like a month <laughs> or so. Ring. Yeah, I bought Elden Ring with great anticipation. But I will say I knew I may not like it, so I, I so I, I'm not I'm not crapping on it. And I certainly did not. I was out as quick as I was in. Um, Do you still have the disc in possession? I bought it. I bought it. Dig- I have to buy it digital, remember? Because I have. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so yes, I still have it. I can still play it whenever my heart desires. And let me tell you, there has been no desire to get my ass kicked in Elden Ring anytime soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, ah, it's, it's one of them. It's for me. Elden Ring is one of them games where if you're having a really good day and you want to feel shit. that's right right. (laughs) because that game will just beat you up no end (laughs) yeah that's 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 pretty true um i couldn't imagine jumping back in right now i mean it's not like i ever really had done a great job to learn a lot of stuff but um yeah i couldn't imagine just like jumping back in right now anyways uh this has been a much this has been a much better experience than um than uh that for me uh than elden ring i i am enjoying this game immensely the story's been great i have said i'm not a harry potter fanatic i don't i don't i've only i've seen most of the movies i think but i couldn't even begin to really talk about it haven't read any of the books um but i could yeah i couldn't begin to really talk about how they go in order or anything like that but uh, oh, this is it's just so fun. I absolutely now. Now, let's have this conversation because we're having this pose. I absolutely love this combat. I love how I can pick an enemy up and zap him. And then I can bring another one to me and I can press RB and throw a box at one. And you feel like such a badass. You're just like and you're just like doing all this crap and you're. You're doing the Protego and you're jumping out of the way and you're like, when you do it all right, when you get it all done and you like, and you do it well, you're like, f me, man. I just, I am freaking wizard, is what I am. I mean, it just gives you that feeling and it's fantastic. That's my yeah. thought on the combat, and John. What's your, the, what's yours? 
for the most part, I completely agree. I like the the fact that you can combo different things up, so you can use Leviosa to lift the guy off the floor. You can give a couple of blasts of the just their normal like cast, which is you know takes a little bit of health off them, and then you can like that pushes them back. So you use Accio to bring them back towards you. So you can use your Incendrio charm and you know set them on fire because that's like a short range weapon, not a long range weapon. That's all great. It's the Protegio. I, I just, and I don't know if it's because I'm like, we, we had this post-show post that I'm being greedy because I'm trying to hit as many combos as possible um, in a short amount of time. That to, to do Protegio, you've got to hit Y, but you can also set a spell to Y when you're holding RT. So like I'm holding down the right trigger, like firing off spells left, right, and center. And then all of a sudden I see the prompt above the player's head to let the, like you're a bit, literally about to be hit with a spell. So you should use Protegio to protect yourself. So I go and do that. And then all of a sudden my guy just goes, Lumos! And holds his wand up, takes a smash to the face from like some kind of charm. And it's like, oh, great. Fuck's sake. Um, but yeah, I think having that posted discussion, I am going to go back and I'm going to try because I'm trying to do the, the crossing ones, the final fight. Yeah, number three. I need to do number three is tough. You you you're fighting yeah, four at once, right? Is that that one? Yeah, yeah, that that's tough. that one. So like, I need to do that before I, I progress the next mission. And it was getting frustrating last night. Well, I tried to do it, but I was also tired. I was running on an hour's sleep. So um, yeah. So what I need to do is I I need to go back and I need to maybe be a bit more like you said, be a bit more strategic, try not to bum rush my way through four different. Wizards and witches. Um, That's what I yeah, had to do. I, I enjoy, I enjoy that. I like when you're fighting that troll in Hogsmeade. It's great. Um, you know, you're using the barrels and stuff. You've got to kind of dodge and dodge and dive. All the you know the seven Ds of dodgeball. Um, you've got to use all those. It's it's good. I am enjoying it. It's like you said, it's snappy. Like uh, I'm struggling with the locking on. Like the whole tapping R, like sometimes that doesn't work as well as it should do, um, especially when like I've just been playing a lot of Metroid Prime and I'm used to pressing the left trigger to lock onto something. Yeah, um, I, that I agree with. That I do agree with. Sometimes I'm like, I'm trying to flip enemies and it just doesn't, yeah, it doesn't feel like it should be. And sometimes I'm lift up an enemy and I'm like, that's not the enemy I thought I was going to lift up. Or, or I've lifted the right enemy up and then all of a sudden I go to hit it. And it's like, for some reason, it locks onto another one. And so I'm hitting an enemy that I hadn't lifted up. And I'm like, ah, bless it. I, I agree with that. I hadn't I hadn't thought about that. But that is that is a point of contention with it. What you're supposed to do is you're supposed to press down the right analog stick. And that locks onto the character. And then you to switch between them, you can flick the, the right analog stick left and right. That doesn't seem to work as well as they, like, as the... Uh, it's working as well as they planned on it. It's great against slower enemies. So I noticed like when you were in the the restricted section and you were fighting all those different knights, it flicked between them very, very quickly because they were slow. But when you've got like far sprightly young wizards and witches running around all over the place, it, it kind of gets a little bit chaotic and it doesn't work as well as, as it did against the slower enemies. But that said, the like you said, the whole being able to combo lift them up, fire them away, pull them back towards you, set fire to them, throw a barrel at them. I mean, it works, it's working really well. So, mm -hmm. 
Um, I, I will say also it gives me great Zelda vibes with the puzzles. I absolutely love them. And the sounds and the, the way the mechanics open up a secret room. Like, I just love all that. I finished a puzzle on the uh, on a bridge and it like opened up a manhole down below, and it made—I mean, man, it was is, so Zelda. Is that the one was... where you've got to ro- ro- rotate the like the lanterns? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And you can, if you if you look around, you'll find the key to the whole thing. Um, but yeah, and it opens up that little thing, and you're like, and it's like makes the noise, and it just gave me such Zelda vibes, you know? It's like, and they do that in a bunch of different places where where secret passages will open up if you can solve the puzzle just right. And I think it it's. Uh, it's fantastic. My complaint, this one of one of my complaints that got solved before this podcast was going to be that there's not enough gear splot, spots, but I've now opened up uh, Merlin puzzles, which gives you which you have to solve to get more gear spots. In the beginning, it's a little painful, if I can say, um, because you're like you're like you keep filling up your gear. I didn't really know what to get rid of. I wasn't sure how that worked. And I, it was a little like, uh, so I was trying to sell stuff, but even, so even this last big, I did a, a big, like, like quest thing and I knew it was going to happen. So I sold a bunch of stuff because I just had to, cause I knew I was going to go on this long quest and I wasn't going to be in a spot where I could just easily sell stuff. And even with that, I ended up destroying two gear, two pieces of gear so that I would have room because I was like, I'm not coming back to this place just to just to get these two things. So, you know, I, I destroyed a couple things that were only worth like 60 or 90 gold or something like that so that I could pick them up because I knew they were probably going to be higher, higher quality gear. But so gear slots, gear slots are an issue. I'm trying to solve these Merlin puzzles so that I can get more. But um, yeah, my only other complaint is the sound in this game. I There is a sound issue in this game. Um I think sometimes the the background sound isn't playing when it's supposed to. I mean, I was walking and it wasn't the Forgotten Forest. It wasn't like the the Creeper Forest, but I was just walking through the forest right off of Lower Hogsfield and there just was no sound. Absolutely none. And then I was in Hogsmeade today and there's a there's a like a guy playing, I don't know, violin type thing, some instrument. And if I walked around the bend, the sound would like stop immediately and he and he'd be playing and you could walk a ways and the sound would get less and less. And then at some point it would just like immediately stop. And it was such a cutoff that it didn't sound right. So there's certainly some like there's some issues with the sound that I think they still need to figure out. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some type of patch for that because it just doesn't doesn't well, the- feel right. There was already a patch dropped recently, wasn't there? Because I like I literally I installed the game, uh, played it, like, the, all the downloads happened, and then went to launch it the next day, and there was an update for it of about five or six gig. So I'm assuming there's been a big, there has been a big patch. There, there was a an article about it, but I didn't read it to find out mm, everything that okay. was was covered I've in that patch. probably downloaded that, but I'm gonna have to look and make sure it's up to date. I had a feeling there was something that downloaded because the uh, quicker zoom has worked pretty well for me. I I have not had an issue with quicker zoom with this game, but then one day I went back into it and it started me. It started me from the beginning, made me go through everything. So I it was literally like assumed that it had started maybe Wednesday. I'd say it was yeah. definitely Wednesday. 
Yeah, I bet I bet that because that's what I assumed happened that something downloaded for it and it made me start start fresh. Um, but I'll check to make yeah. sure I'm up to date. Um, but yeah, they, sound I, is my only performance <clears throat> issue. The the thing that I was talking about earlier with Starfield and, and dialogue is, um, and th- this isn't to do anything to do with the game, but I'd like finished a, a coming off nights and Logan had crept into my bed and was asleep and Lindsay was still asleep. So I couldn't like get into bed. So I thought, oh, I'll just sit and play Hogwarts. And it was a, quite a dialogue heavy section. And I definitely fell asleep because I, I, I must have fallen asleep mid-conversation and then woke up and there was something I had to choose the answer for and my guy was just stood there like this, <laughs> smiling away. And I'm like, oh, I, I have no idea what the bearing of this conversation is, so I had to choose what I was going to say. Um, and then my only, only other complaint is that I can't use my actual name. Yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> Because it has, um, it didn't like it. it. Didn't yeah, it didn't like the bot of Abbott. Um, it was too close because it was B O double T. It was too close to being bottom. So my oh, guy is that it? Okay. Yeah, that's it. I didn't understand. I thought I t- it I was tried... like bots in the game, like a bot, and I thought like it was like you weren't a real person, and I was like. I didn't make any sense. It was like, what bot names themselves oh. bot? <laughs> but okay. I, I, I tried every, every I, try, I changed the first name. So I set that to just Mr. I set it to Logan. I set it to to my dad's name, Wayne. Um, I set it to all them and it still didn't like it. So I deleted my last name of Abbott and I put it to my middle name um, and he took it. So, hmm. yeah. Because Lindsay even said that last night. She was like, "Why? Why is he called that? Why wouldn't? Why didn't you like either try and use your own name or make a, like a, an imaginative name from the Wizarding World?" And I was kind of like, "I tried to use my name, but it didn't like it because it didn't like the fact that it had the word almost had the word bottom in it." And she goes, "She she looks at me. I've never really thought about that about our name." <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Uh, so so what is your guy's name? His Sean Wayne. Sean Wayne, I love it. Um, I am so when I when I started with the, doing reviews for the Nintendo Dads, they get a lot of UK codes, and they were like, "Hey, you should make a UK account." And so I had no idea what to name myself. So um, I think this was before we like knew each other or anything. And so I just went to I just went on and said like like top names in the UK. I was like, I'll name myself whatever. John Smith. The, no, it's it was Oliver was the was the top. Like UK name, so that's my UK name, Oliver, for my UK account, and so I named myself Oliver Adams. So <laughs> to go because that's <laughs> Adam is my middle name. So Oliver Adams is my name. You know, no relation to Wednesday then, yeah, in the whole Wizarding world. No, no, I guess not. No, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm I, I'm gonna probably depending on. How much longer we go for now, I will probably play a little bit of Hogwarts after the podcast until the kids wake up. Um, but yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. There's there's so much to do. Like, there's, mm-hmm. like you said, there's so many little puzzles in and around um, a Hogwarts castle. The, the place is huge. I kind of very quickly started using the flu portals rather mm-hmm. than trying to run everywhere. Um there's constant little side quests popping up. You walk past somebody and all that 
people had the little white arrow over the head. So there's just so much to do, so mm. much to be looking out for. I like the, the the collection aspect of it, where like there'll be just pages floating through the air, and you've got to use the old wackyo charm to, yep. to bring them to you and things like that. Um, and then as we were discussing beforehand, like the chests with eyes, there's like ways around opening those that mm. you just don't think about until it hits you in the face. Yep. Yeah, um, sure. So yeah, it's, it's a great game. I'm very much enjoying it. It's going to be one of those that I probably play for a long time. Um, not really set set big chunks of time to play, but definitely play for a long time. So yeah, as I told you, I'm 12 hours in, and there are there are mechanics that I know I have not opened up yet. In fact, I just opened up the skill tree. 12 hours in like and i mean i'm sure i could have done it a lot earlier if i wouldn't have been like fishing around for side quests so you can get there a lot quicker but i literally just opened up the sc- the skill tree <laughs> it's just it just baffles me so but i'm having a ton of fun with it um any other games that you are playing because you it was actually your turn when we jumped on this bandwagon um no that's it i mean ebisol has made a really good point that there's you don't get penalized in in, in the Harry Potter game for running through is like pure genocide so you can kill as many witches and wizards as you want and you don't seem to there's no like fable there's no good and bad yeah. outcome to this <laughs> so yeah, yeah that's quite yeah. interesting that is a good yeah okay he had mentioned that before and I didn't understand it but I get I get what you're saying um yeah that's interesting I will say you mentioned fable I have thought they they need to pay attention aspects of this game i mean for for the magic the magic feels so good in this game i don't i don't know about the rest of it like they got to make their own lore obviously but but the the way that magic is handled in this game is great i will say i just unlocked the ability to be able to flip between um a uh, uh a skill set or a spell set so i can have like an attack set and like a exploring set, which is what I did. So, which is re- which is oh, yeah. Re- yeah, it's really nice. You'll you'll get there pretty soon, I believe. And so I press RT and then uh, a direction on the directional pad, and it flips between uh, which spell set I have, which is great. Um, so I totally agree with that, uh, or I totally love that. Um, the only other thing I've been playing uh, still with Noah is Mario Rabbids. We just beat the third world. Is there four worlds, Sean? How many worlds are there? Uh, yeah, four, four main worlds, and then you've got like a little mini world that takes you to the final boss battle. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, so we're we're kind of we got a little ways to go yet, but we're we're pulling in. We have we have really like cleaned those worlds up. There's some things we couldn't do because we didn't have enough. Uh, enough sparks so we'll have to go back once we have the right amount of sparks but but for the most part if if we could do it we did it before we moved on to the world so we're just getting ready to move on to the fourth world so we might have that uh cleaned up and finished before by the by next week so other than that that's all i got cool well if you want to roll us into party chat because we have a question from hambo and johnny to uh, to answer let's do it So it's been a while since we've heard from Hambo and Johnny on the, on the show. He's not asked a question for a while. Um, and he's hit us with the fact, I don't know if this is just a brag or like he's wanted to do this because he's a PlayStation dad. Um, he asks, with 
PlayStation VR 2 it launches right around the corner. What would you like to see Xbox develop their own VR platform? Or do you think that would spread them far too thin? Um, what Xbox franchises would you make good VR adaptations of? Um, are you, I think you posted, is it, I can't remember the, the name of the glasses. Yeah, they have a, they have a hollow lens. Their second edition yeah. hollow lens. Which is the, uh, I think that's more augmented reality than virtual reality, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, prob- pro- probably. I mean, to be honest, I'm not very well versed with this stuff. I've, I've never I've never even used a VR headset. Well, unless you count uh, Nintendo's 4A with the, uh, 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 what is it? Why can I not think <laughs> the of it? The Labo. No, 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 not Labo. But way, way back in the 90s, the, the it was all red. You put it on your face. The Gosh darn it. Uh, like the Power Glove. No, it, uh, I don't know. Anyways, I cannot think of what the heck that stupid console is called. There, there are like numerous people right now that are like, <laughs> that are that are like, how can you not know what this is? Uh, I'm looking it up right now because there's no way I can continue this without the Virtual Boy, the Virtual Boy. Oh, the VB again. Yeah, I could not think of the name of that. Um, so unless you count that, that's the only virtual thing I've played really. Um, um, but yeah, that's probably. I, I'm I, I'm looking forward to see what the PlayStation VR, the second aspect of that, does because the first one was great, but hindered to the fact that not a lot of the games ran very well with it. So um, Resident Evil VR wasn't fantastic on it for me personally. Um, Skyrim VR just was unplayable. In the way it played um i liked the little robot game that, that they play with it so the stuff that they developed purposely for the vr headset works really really well that was great um gran turismo was fantastic in vr because um it changed the way the racing felt because you could look through the corners rather than you're just constantly fixed in this one direction mm. like view wise and that was good so i'm i'm excited to see what they do i i mean having the oculus headset um Oh, I should get that right. The Meta headset. Right. Um, that was a massive leap from the PlayStation VR to in the VR kind of aspect of stuff. So uh, super hot VR, fantastic game to play. Um, as it Beat Saber was, is great. Resident Evil 4 in VR is like, brilliant, absolutely brilliant in that, but it just made me feel very, very sick. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see how this is received and the reviews behind it and like, watching people do it I'll probably try and get my hands on one in terms of finding somebody that's got one and, and giving it a go um but as for vr on the xbox i, I don't want to see it i don't think because i did I, I don't want them to to try and do it it'd be half ass or it not be very well received i think the the two the, the two consoles have got different agendas around this i think xbox is more along the lines of trying to get great content to the platform via Game Pass rather than using hardware to bring people to the to the platform. Um, but saying that, then uh, the games that would be good on VR, I think Psychonauts would have been a hilarious game to play in VR. Not that it's first person, but the like having you move around, look around rather than... Um, 
you know, just be sat there staring at a screen, being able to move your head to look around the level to find different stuff would have been interesting. Um, Gears of War would be a, a good feel, a good game to play in VR in first person just for like the aspect that, yeah, it's on rails, so there isn't much of a wandering around aspect, so you don't get the motion sickness side of it in that terms of that, but then the how depth the, the the depth and the game and stuff like that would be good. So yeah. And then Hogwarts Legacy, if you could play Hogwarts Legacy in VR, if you could imagine having to use the wand. Oh that would be cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so I mean I actually was thinking and I don't really know if these are good fits because like I said I, I have little experience but uh I was thinking Fable um to me would be would would make sense. Um uh, and I don't know, like, I was kind of wondering about Halo, but, like, I don't know how that would, if that would be a good fit or not, but... Halo would just be too crazy. Yeah, I, mean, I was wondering anyway, about that. But, but, like, Gorilla Tag on the Oculus, on the on the Meta Quest is, is a big game, which, you know, is very fast-paced, running around and jumping around in first person. Um, but, yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah. Very crazy. Yeah. Um, what else was I just about to say? Um, no, it's gone. Never mind. <laughs> it's not there. It's um, not there. You are right, though, Sean. They're just not. It just doesn't seem like that. That's where their heads at right now. Um, it, it, for anybody who's interested, this Hololens. The joke was this Hololens goes for thirty five hundred dollars a pop. Uh, um. So and it is more AR than actual virtual reality, um, and so they're 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 finding they found a space for themselves in 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 augmented reality in industrial. That's what it's all about. It's not consumer focused at all, um, and I don't I don't think that's where they see Xbox at at the moment. Now that's not to say that they're not they're not you know in the back tinkering with stuff trying to figure out if there's something that they can make work, but quite frankly from a guy who has been following Xbox now for just a couple of years and you know has some history with the with the uh, community I don't know if they're in a place to start expanding their game library to VR at the moment I mean right now they they struggle to get games out on a consistent basis now maybe that can change and maybe they can figure that out but until they have a track record of consistent first party games i don't want to see them try to pivot to a vr system that they have to try to make games for i think it's gonna it's gonna muck up this their whole ability to get games out again so yeah and i think that they're they're in a strong enough spot where they don't have to try and compete with that yeah <clears throat> sorry they can kind of leave meta and steam and the the other companies that are, and sony to to play with the vr aspect of it they can leave them to do that they're, i mean they're quite happy quite strong in the in the market to do that so mm-hmm. yeah and that's the other thing i mean they would be a i mean they're already kind of in the what third third spot in the world right in the world of video games right now and they they would be starting in this in this sector that's that's in their industry but this sector and they would be they would be a i mean they would be a a big corporation baby quite frankly you know like brand new they'd have to come out with something 
just, I mean, yeah. the the only other game that I think would work really, really well with them is Flight Simulator. If you could put Flight Simulator in VR, that's mm-hmm. probably the the game that if they were to do it, they would probably focus heavily on that. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty. That'd be pretty awesome. I mean, I, I don't, I don't den- deny that, but. I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, I I would rather see them, and I I cannot at this right off the top of my head think of how they could make the like how this would feasibly work in the business world of all things. Um, but I would rather see them find a company, maybe like Oculus or something like that, and if they want to dip their toe in, dip their toe in that way. And Flight Simulator would be a good. They've got their hands around that IP pretty well right now like that that that's clicking that's that that's moving on all cylinders and so that could be one where they could take the dev team and be like hey let's take some time off of dlc you you know you're you're knocking it out of the park with dlc and and bringing out new things and cool things and let's focus on a vr but let's give it to you know let let's put it on another platform so Definitely. I mean, my dad's recently pinched my headset. Um, he's using it with um, a, a driving game to the point where he's now bought his own headset to use. Nice. Um, <clears throat> but, but yeah, I think that's that for me. If they could turn around to like you say to Meta and go, "Hey, look, we want to use." Can, can we make your headset compatible? Because at one point I thought we were like going to have the ability to play cloud games on the Meta headset. And I thought oh, that okay. would be really cool. Yeah. Um, like have the controller link to the headset and then be able to play like games on the cloud via the, the headset. So it looks like it's just on a really big screen. Now, if they could turn around to, to, to Meta and be like, hey, can we you know somehow wirelessly link ourselves via the console to you so people can play things like flight simulator or even have it hardwired so people can play flight simulator via you guys and you know will work with you to to put a vr aspect to it like they have done with gran turismo in on the playstation you just basically you, you remodel how the game will look so people can move their head around look around the cockpit and stuff like that yeah so that would be interesting but I, I wouldn't want them to to go and develop like their own hardware specifically to do this Mm -hmm. yeah no i agree thanks for the question hambone we always appreciate you man yeah and thank you very much for listening um if you want to reach out to us and give us any questions or anything like you can do you can reach out to us on facebook twitter twitch and youtube they're all at game pass news if you want to email us a question send us some photos hand in your achievement hunter scar um via email you can do that's gamepassnewscast at gmail.com if you're listening to us via your podcast net please give us a review um all those stars feedback everything like that we love it and it also gets us up in the in the ratings um so we'll notice more if you want to access the discord subscribe to the twitch channel um and once you do that we will drag you into the discord world and and you have a huge community to talk to you if you want to shop for any merchandise you can do head over to redbubble.com uh, game pass news is our star thank you very much to ebisol in the live chat and to horror for your fantastic question earlier around um harvest moon and until next time guys we shall see you later see you later guys
Thank you for listening to the Game Pass News.